tell you one thing. Whoever set us up is really connected. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Relax. Soap. And don't flatter yourself. Meet Ray Tango. He likes money. He's a Kong. He's a go. But doesn't bother with cash. Meet Gabe Cash. He won't dance around trouble and doesn't mind stepping on toes. I hate you karate guys. Two of L.A.'s top rival cops are having a good time staying in rhythm. You know me, Yeah, I hear you're the second best cop in L.A. That's funny. I hear the same thing about you. Now that's a classic 80s trailer. Good voiceover. A lot of spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Kevin. I'm Jake. And this is Movie Matters. And we're talking about the 1989 film Tango and Cash with Stallone and Kurt Russell. Um, I've never seen this movie. Uh, and you haven't either, right, Jake? No. Yeah. This, uh, I liked it. I, I mean... I thought it was goofy. We basically, what's funny is we like ironically started it at the exact same time. Yeah. And I like texted you. I was like, Hey, this movie is like ridiculous. And you're like, Oh, I'm watching it too. And I'm like, Oh cool. How far are you in? And we were like literally at the same point of the movie. Yeah. And so that was kind of cool. Uh, you know, going through it together. And I was texting you a little bit being like, I feel like a fifth grader wrote this movie. Cause it's just so <laughs> yeah. like ridiculous and stupid. And over the top, <laughs> it it really gave me Roadhouse vibes. Um, yeah, in there's yeah, in some ways it is very Roadhousey. Um, <laughs> the dialogue is very like, um, like short and abrupt, and like it's like too concise almost in a lot of like the scenes. Um, like there's no real like depth to like any character no. <laughs> in the movie, which is like kind of hilarious, but <laughs> yeah, it's so simple, but it's also trying not to be simple. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, it's like movies kinda... we made in like eighth grade. Yeah. It's, that's, <laughs> that's exactly the thought process I had. We honestly, we made some, some short films in college that were like, yeah. you know, that, that was f super fun. And going back, obviously, and watching them like we have before you and I is hilarious because it's so like, we're trying so hard to be serious, but it's mm -hmm. not. And it comes off comedic, which yeah. is like Roadhouse. And we were kind of talking about this beforehand, how you were saying, this movie, like Roadhouse is serious, but it comes off funny. This movie is like funny, but like it, it's, it's not trying to be serious, but it is, but it knows it, it's like on the nose and tries to be funny. It, so and like goofy. I'll just clear the air. This is a contender for my least favorite movie that we've watched so far. Whoa. Um, really? <laughs> yeah. It's it's so um, confused in what it wants to be. It was just like unbelievably disinteresting to me. Like the first like 10 minutes, I was like totally on board and I was like, this is fun. Like 
Stallone like shoots these guys with like a snub nose revolver and like <laughs> takes this like semi truck out and he's like the hot shot like super cop you know that like they're like oh there's no cocaine in this truck and he just shoots the truck and like cocaine just starts pouring out yeah i was like oh this is like kind of fun and like you know whatever yeah and, i was like, shocked you said that yeah well and kurt russell goes on this like awesome chase trying to fight this like <laughs> karate dude uh and like beats the shit out of him and like <laughs> so like it's obvious that kurt russell's the bad boy cop that like you know doesn't play by the rules or whatever yeah, you know yeah. So I was like, this is going to be fun because like those kind of buddy cop movies are usually great. Um, And then I don't know, like somewhere it just like lost me. (laughs) And I was like, cause like they're the, the villains, which I couldn't tell you a single, there's three of them and I couldn't tell you any of their names. That's how unimportant they are to the movie. They're so Um, pointless. (laughs) But it's like this mob boss, and they're like, okay, Tango and Cash are causing us problems for our drug and arms deals. And like, which also, like, these are like the most diverse criminal organization like I've ever heard of in my life. Like, (laughs) he lists off like 10 different business, illegal business ventures that they're interfering with. It's like, (laughs) Jesus, like, how are these guys not caught? Yeah. (laughs) Like, um, so anyway, like the the main guy uh, is telling them that they're screwing up his business. Then one of them uh, is the Chinese guy who's the Chinese restaurant owner in Seinfeld, um, in like the famous Chinese restaurant episode, which also I thought was kind of funny. Um, yeah, he's <laughs> but, also uh, he's also in big trouble in Little China, which we're gonna get to eventually. Yeah, we're gonna watch that. Another Kurt Russell movie. soon. Yeah. Um, so he's like, okay, we'll just kill him. And the guy's like, no, we can't kill them. And like, doesn't explain why. He's just like, no, we're not going to kill them. We're going to do this like unbelievably elaborate plot to put them in jail. Yeah. And then like <laughs> beat the shit out of them in jail. Like, it and just then doesn't. Try and kill them in jail? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. No. And like, it would have been better if it was just them trying to kill Tango and Cash, like, out on the street, and it was, like, a big, crazy, like, you know, like, extended chase kind of movie. Like, that would have been better, in my opinion. I agree. Um, So, yeah, Yeah. by the time the big action, like, the big action-packed climax of the movie, I fell asleep because I (laughs) cared so little about (laughs) what was going on. Damn. So I actually woke up right at the end, when they're about to high five each other and the movie ends. And I was like, Oh shit. I had to rewind. To see how they ended up killing the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. The movie, like I said, it's like a fifth grader wrote the movie and it's <clears> funny. Cause it's so similar to like the movies, like the short films we made in school and stuff. And just, just for fun, you know, trying to be mm-hmm. serious, but it's interesting because the backstory to the movie is it, you you mentioned that it doesn't know what it wants to be. Mm-hmm. And that's because there was a lot of changeover with the, like, above the line and below the line staff. Um, oh. Specifically, like, the director. The director was replaced towards the end of principal photography. Oh, so it's got two directors listed for it. It's uh, Andre 
Conchula Lovsky of or something. I can't pronounce his name. Um, and Albert Man- Mango- Magnoli. And basically, like, the first AD, so the assistant director, was basically directing a lot of the movies. Stallone was helping direct a lot of the movie. And mm-hmm. it just, at first, the movie, the d- main director, Andre, he wanted to give the film a more serious tone. And he was fired. He got fired. And... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so then they, they're like, as opposed to that serious tone, they're like, no, we got to make this more fun. And yeah, that, that, it definitely, it's a goofy movie. It's a goofy movie. Yeah. Um, It's goofy. And like what I think that makes a bit more sense because it gets goofier and weirder as the movie goes on. Which is also, I think, what bothered me because <clears throat> the beginning is like fairly serious. It's still got like what I would say are like those like diehard comedic moments where there's like some like one liners or whatever, or like kind of like funny situations that like, but but it, in the end, like it's a cop movie and it feels like a cop movie. Yeah after like the first 20 to 30 minutes, it becomes like, I don't know. There's like a James Bond lab where like a a Q (laughs) equivalent is building these like ridiculous machines for the LAPD. Like, yeah. And the guy's goofy as fuck too. Yeah. Yeah, Like there's a dog that has like a shotgun in its mouth and it blows itself up and like stuffed dog for the stuffed dog. Yeah. Not a real dog. (laughs) Um, then they get, uh, like, uh, I guess it's like a sprinter van with like a mini gun mounted to the side yeah, of it. It's in like the a end. Chevy it's Suburban. Like, what the hell is yeah, happening? Yeah, it goes off the <laughs> rails. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of weird shit going on in this movie. But it's what's funny is this movie was literally the last movie of the '80s to go into theaters. It went in. Mm, it interesting. Was released in December, like the very tail end of December. I feel like this is kind. It it almost is a swan song to the eighties movies. Cause there's so many references to like other movies, like you said, kind of the James Bond kind of gadgets, goofiness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like Kurt Russell's very like, uh, rigs from lethal weapon. Yeah. It's the buddy cop genre, like 48 hours, lethal weapon. And they specifically, Asks Stallone if he thinks he's Rambo. Yeah. Which is and kind of funny. And his response is funny. Because he says <laughs> yeah. Rambo's a pussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is really funny. Um and I just I mean, going going to that scene, that intro of Stallone driving in a convertible Cadillac with classic 80s soundtrack, mm-hmm. I just was like, okay. That's like right when the movie started, I was like, this movie's so 80s. Yeah. And it, it feels more 80s than uh, than like this and this and Roadhouse are like the very very eighties and it's it makes sense because they're at the tail end of the eighties. This is like eighty nine, so yeah. And Roadhouse was also eighty. I think it's eighty nine or eighty eight. I'd have to double check, but uh, mm-hmm. either way, tail end of, of the eighties, and it kind of just took all the stereotypical tropes and you know mashed them all together, and that's what this movie really does. Um, yeah, it doesn't do it insanely well because it's a not a great movie. Um, it it's just a bit of a mess. Yeah, I and think. there's like, like so many like weird parts. 
like, I mean, you said you mentioned that Stallone shoots the tanker, and like after he shoots it, he's still got his hand on the gun and like finger on the trigger, which <laughs> you know we both have shot guns before, like trigger control. I always in movies, trigger control bothers the fuck out of me. I see people yeah. just like <laughs> guns hot, just ready to fucking <laughs> yeah. shoot someone. And I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like, it's, it's an odd thing to do in that situation anyway. I mean, it's kind of a like cool cop move. However, yeah, he's that just standing there with like his captain and like another <laughs> cop. And he's just like whips his gun out and like yes. shoots the thing and <laughs> everyone like freaks out and like grabs him and they're like what the hell are you doing and he's like yeah it's, it's snowing or like some dumb like one liner about coke pouring out of the thing yeah like, it's like you could like picked up a shovel and like smacked it and like it yeah. started pouring out you know like but it had to be that 80s like shoot yeah exactly <laughs> and then i love i love literally right during that scene the bad guys drive by in a limo and it's oh, like, yeah. Oh, of course they're, they're just right there in a limo. Yeah. And then they're, they're just... following their drug stash to the yeah. delivery supposedly. Or I was whatever. like, come on. <laughs> like... <laughs> and it's so funny because like they're clearly in a limo that's not moving because all the windows are just like clear or like they're, they're like fogged up and you can't see what's going on on the outside. And it's just, I don't know. It made me laugh. And then they're like, you know, oh, you know, they're they're really affecting our operation here. And it just was so on the nose, you know. Well, it was it's funny, too, because um, the main like mob boss or whatever you want to call him is Jeff like, Balance. yeah, I like who was in uh, Batman. Yes. From he's, Batman fame. Um, he's also in City Slickers. Oh yeah, that's right. <clears throat> um, but yeah, he's like, we've only up to this point when the limo drives by, we have only seen Sylvester Stallone's character, who is Tango. Yes, but in the limo, he says Tango and Cash are both like fucking <laughs> up our operations. And you're like, yeah. who the hell is Cash? Like yeah. he's like talking about them like they're in on it together, which confused me a little bit because which they're not. They're not at all yeah. associated with each other, which was like <laughs> also kind of weird to me because like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's just they. It's interesting. They were, yeah, I, I feel like not a whole lot of thought went into a lot <laughs> yeah. of like the plot and the dialogue and, yeah. you know, other things, especially if you're like making large tonal shifts in the middle of production. I feel like that stuff probably gets pushed to the wayside. And yeah. Like, let's just get this thing done and <laughs> out, you know? Yeah. Um, and then you get, then you get Cash's intro, uh, Russell, uh, uh, Kurt Russell, you get his intro where he's like checking himself out in a mirror and, <laughs> Then that, that like karate dude, that Asian guy, like tries to kill him and you don't know what the hell's going on. And then Kurt Russell just pulls out the revolver with the biggest fucking <laughs> laser on it. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> what is the point of that? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's even bigger than the laser from Terminator. Yeah. Even, which is kind of funny, because this is, what, five years, four or five years after Terminator? Yeah. So apparently laser technology did not advance 
or even made <laughs> might have regressed. I was gonna say it definitely looked like it declined. <laughs> <laughs> but also, yeah. like he's a cop. Where the where is he keeping that thing? Which yeah. is never addressed as well. You yeah, never actually see him draw that gun. It just suddenly appears <laughs> in his hand, like yeah. at some point. So yeah, I I was like, that's kind of odd too. Yeah, there's but... no way you could have that giant thing in your fucking trousers. No, <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, um, and I there was there's like the next scene is Stallone talking to uh, who you think is his girlfriend, uh, uh, Terry Hatcher. Uh, who's Kiki in the movie. And like, there's a point where he pushes his glasses up and just like, you know, that kind of like nerd style of, you know, Oh, let me push my glasses up. And I was like, God, Stallone did that on purpose just to like, you know, be the, be the, by the book cop. And it was kind of annoying. Um, but <laughs> apparently he wears contacts, but those were his real glasses in real life, which is oh, hilarious. Interesting. So, um, <laughs> Yeah. And then I just I that whole like situation too bothered me a little bit. Um at first I thought she might be his daughter. Oh, I because, thought it was his girlfriend cuz she's young. She looks very young in the movie well, too. She was so the way they were talking was kind of boyfriend girlfriend ish, but also very like neutral. So I was like it's not his girlfriend. Mm, okay. I was like, I feel like this is one of those things where they're trying to trick you. Yeah. Um, you caught on, and I was just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, you find out it's his sister, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. But at the same time, like, a lot of their dialogue is fairly suggestive. It's like, it's what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm very supportive of your dancing and drumming for some fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> That whole scene is like totally unnecessary too. Oh, hundred percent. I was like, Just, "What the fuck is going on?" There's two <laughs> two points in this movie where there's unnecessary boobs. Where he walks into the dressing room after. Yeah, once yeah. when Kurt Russell movie. goes in the dressing room, and then once yeah. during his fight scene with the karate guy, there's like oh, people yeah. like having sex in a parking garage. <laughs> it's like, what yeah. the oh, hell yeah. is going on in the car? <laughs> Yeah, that was completely pointless. But it's just it's like so 80s unnecessary action, boobs, <laughs> like yeah. guns, explosions, karate. karate. We got it all. <laughs> yeah, and then like, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of like, uh, kind of homosexual vibes in this movie yes. too. <laughs> yes, like the scene where uh, Cash Kurt Russell is in the elevator with a whole bunch of police dudes. And he just like has his bulletproof vest on and no shirt underneath, then pulls his bulletproof vest off. It's just like shirtless in the elevator, which is hilarious. And like that never fucking happens in no. real life. And it's just no. like, what is happening right now? And then he goes into his off or he goes to his desk, grabs his little Walther PPK out of his drawer is pointing it in He's the fucking police station. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's yelling like, who that messed? his sights are off. Yeah. <laughs> who messed with my gun? Which is like yeah. foreshadowing for later. But I was just like, what is he doing? It's literally, again, just like guns fucking hot. Just well, yeah. pointing well, him willy-nilly. He takes it out of the desk. 
The magazine is out. He puts the magazine in, then looks down the sights <laughs> with his finger on the trigger, too. I'm pretty sure. Yes. And he's like, my sights are fucked up. <laughs> it's yeah. like, dude, come on. <laughs> I just wish I could have seen from his point of view. There's just some, like, random guy, like, like uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, I forgot. As he's getting out of the elevator, he's like, oh, pizza. And grabs a fucking slice, slice of pizza from some random dude, yeah. like pizza delivery guy, and then it jump cuts to him at his desk. Like yeah. it was so awkward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah. Jeez, there is another part, and I, I'm like, I can't remember which where it was, but it's earlier in the movie where there. I don't know if I like hallucinated this or what, (laughs) but there was like a terrible edit at one part in the movie when Mm. Kurt Russell and Stallone are talking. We're like, Russell's like sitting at a desk with his feet up and like visibly like shifts like mid sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I don't know. Maybe it was the stream or something. Um, Okay. But like, I saw that and I was like, did I like, am I seeing things or is that just like terrible? Well, cause that's like <laughs> literally right. What I was saying is where he like grabs the pizza. He's like walking and then all of a sudden it cuts to him at his desk, like really abruptly. Yeah. And yeah. it was just like super awkward. Um, yeah. And, and there's a lot of weird, you know, there's a lot of body doubles in this movie mm-hmm. where you can easily tell it's not them. I mean, obviously technology's advanced a lot since this movie came out and, HD and 4K TVs and all that, but like yeah. you can tell, it's it's pretty comical when it changes to their stunt double, yeah. um, or like even the dancer double for Terry Hatcher. It's like, oh yeah, she's yeah. wow, she's really fucking good. That's not her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely not her. <laughs> um, and then then you kind of finally get the intro to Jack Palance, his villain. Um, and again, I don't know his fucking name. Like yeah, you said, no I'm going to look it up real quick. Um, <laughs> Yves Pere or Perret. And I, Oh yeah. Eves, yeah. Eves maybe. I don't, I don't even remember them saying his name. Um, but what I do a remember fucking name. them saying Perret. Yeah. Uh, one or two times, but yeah, not, it's not like a memorable name. It's not like, <laughs> which with that name, it kind of should be because it's fucking weird. Yeah, like they could have just call them like Jackie. Yeah, just Jackie. I don't know. Fucking like whatever. Like some normal fucking like mob boss name. Yeah, like and Jackie uh, Cannoli or something. <laughs> you know, like they could have just give him like a normal like yeah. mob boss kind of name, and it would yeah, have been like, oh yeah, yeah. It, he's <laughs> I, that would have definitely been way better, but they had to get they again. It's kind of trying too hard and like, yeah, like what the fuck? You don't need to do that. Um, but then then you get Jack Palance smelling fucking mice. Yeah, rats, which is also which never explained. It's just this weird fucking thing it's, he does. Like in every scene that he's in, he has these mice. He's just like like rubbing them on his fucking face. It's like what. I, yeah. I don't know what this adds and you don't explain no. why he likes mice. Yeah. Like, he probably, probably shoved him up his ass. 
<laughs> well, it's funny. It's like he, he uses the two mice to like, in, like illustrate his point. Unbelievably shitty analogy. <laughs> yeah. that, like has nothing to like. He didn't need to, to do that monologue. Where he's like, "There's two mice and they're fucking things up." For yeah. our business. Like, he's, like, doing all those things where, like, he's crossing, like, real life and the analogy, like, the whole time. It's, like, you could have just said there's two cops that are, like, ruining our business. You didn't have to yeah. take these mice out of a box. <laughs> like, yeah, try it's... and tell a story with them. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Again, it's, like, trying to be simple, but it's not. It's overcomplicating it. Because you're just, like, what the fuck is yes. happening? But what's crazy is Jack Palance apparently came up with that idea for his character using those fucking rats. And he had that idea because he was like visiting an L.A. petting zoo with his grandchild. And he's just like, oh, I'm going to do this. This is a great idea for the character. And it's so random. And he's like the, the whole cast and the director were surprised when he turned up with rats. He <laughs> brought them in a briefcase, which is fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> and like. <laughs> no one was keen on using this rat metaphor, but Jack Palance had already like had the like rat maze made at his own fucking expense. He built that thing and had he had someone build that maze, <laughs> which is hell? insane. That maze table, <laughs> and everyone was just like, uh, "All right, I guess we'll go with it," <laughs> which is hilarious. It's like, "All right, well, uh, guys, it's Jack Palance. Like, this guy's a." somewhat of a legend and he bought the table for himself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's, I guess let's just film it and make him happy, but they left it in the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Also, yeah. um, cause this, uh, well, this came out the same year as Batman. Yeah. Um, cause like the whole time I'm like watching him and I'm like, this is kind of him just acting exactly the same as he does in Batman. Very similar. <laughs> like, even down to like the talking like patterns and stuff. He's like, you're my number one guy. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like the, yeah. those same. That's kind of how he always of... acts though. Oh, he's that's yeah. It's just kind of him. Okay. Well, I, <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is basically just, like, was he just going from set to set and just keeping in, like, the same character in, like, both movies? Like, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if he's ever, like... I mean, I've never seen... I haven't seen, like, a ton of his movies. I've only seen, like, yeah. you know, City Slickers and, like, Cops and Robbers... Rob <clears throat> Robinsons with fucking Chevy Chase. <laughs> um, I'm curious if he's ever, like... Oh, yeah, he won Supporting Actor... Oh, he won for fucking uh, City Slickers, which is funny. Oh, okay. In 92. That's funny. Huh. Yeah. Um, I think, like, yeah, his villain is just, like, weak and pointless. Apparently, he was disappointed yeah. because he signed on to the movie because he's like, oh, I get to have, like, scenes with Stallone and Kurt Russell. And, like, he barely has any fucking scenes. He has, he has literally, like, no scenes except for the end where he gets fucking waxed. Yeah. And they're, like, a hundred feet apart during that entire yeah. sequence, too. <laughs> like... Yeah. Um, but it's funny because it's, like, the his... his it, I feel like it's never explained this, but, like, in the movie, but the plot summary is framed by their ruthless arch nemesis, which they never, like, no. this is... You know what I mean? Like, 
it's our arch nemesis. It's, it's just like so cheesy. A pair of mismatched LAPD officers must put uh, sorry put their differences aside to get even with brutal crime bar- the brutal crime baron who sent them to rot in a maximum security prison. And I feel like that's like a tiny portion of the plot. I don't know. It just yeah. Well, like it's like again, like there's. I don't know. It's just so like, <clears throat> it's it like, I don't understand. Um, so based on that description, <coughs> you would think that they knew that they were going after. Yeah. That guy. Like, I feel like they but didn't even the know who the fuck he is. Of the, like <laughs> two, two thirds of the movie. They have no idea who they're trying to actually take down. Yeah, definitely not. They're an just arch nemesis. randomly uh, taking down all these individual like <laughs> crimes that all happen to be tied to this mob boss. Like apparently, yeah. it's a stretch. <laughs> it's like it's a stretch. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like even in when they're in prison, they're gonna get like assaulted by like seven hundred inmates that like appear <laughs> out of nowhere. Makes no sense. Like, the. Uh, Perrette is like standing in the shadows. He's like, yeah, yeah how the fuck did he even gonna, get in there? Yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna kill you. And then like leaves. Yeah, literally. And then literally, like, like back backs up into the fucking smoke, like <laughs> like a magician. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. I like. Even, but it, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just like <laughs> it's they they tried to use a whole bunch of. Like tropes, like you said, like yeah, they tried to cram like every cop action movie trope into this if one movie without any regard to how like any of those things actually like function within a movie. <laughs> so it's just like it's almost 80s. like yeah, like the way <laughs> the movie almost operates is a bunch of like small vignettes of like. <laughs> 80s action tropes that are like strung together loosely by this like really shitty plot. Like that's I think the best way to describe the movie. <laughs> I think that's a quintessential 80s movie. I think that's what makes it fucking great. <clears throat> See like I think my high, my standards were really high or my expectations were really high going into this because we had just watched like first blood like one of his best movies like i mean we watched like eight or nine great movies in a row so i had like really high expectations <laughs> for this it's, I mean, it's like it's stallone and russell like yeah you would iconic. think this movie was gonna be like the fucking shit pretty like, much it, like in their prime too <laughs> yeah like and i was thinking about it too it's funny you say that because i was like before we watched this movie i was like Man, should we have watched? Should we have done First Blood Part Two? Because that would have been like that's more of an '80s action movie for Jack January. But then mm-hmm. I was like, mm, I like that we're gonna do Tango and Cash because it's like, it's and, and especially post viewing, I was like, oh, I'm super happy we did this because it's like, it's such a weird movie. It it's and it's very action packed, but it's not like stacking bodies like the other movies we've watched. No, yeah, but. It's. I still think it fits the Jack January category of you know Kurt Russell and and Stallone are pretty big dudes in this, 
And it's just, I'm glad we watched it because it's so 80s. And it's like mm-hmm. s- literally the reason I wanted to make this podcast with you is because of movies like this. Because there's, yeah. there's yeah. a lot to talk about and they're goofy as fuck. And that's why we did Roadhouse for our first episode. Because it's like movies <clears throat> like this are just like so fun to make fun of and talk about and just dissect. And it, it, it's, it, yeah, this movie, I was, I was happy we watched it. Um, but that's funny. Yeah, you had high expectations. I, yeah. And like, the, um, but I'm trying sense. to remember what movie there was an earlier movie that we watched. I was um, going to ask you that I did not like, I'm trying to remember which one it was. Yeah. I, I remember you saying, oh yeah, I didn't like this movie, but I don't remember which one. I mean, we've, obviously we've watched a ton of movies. Oh, uh, it was Bloodsport. Oh, yeah. Like this. Well, that's this also is like, a, uh, like the quintessential <clears throat> 80s goofy movie, but that's serious, but not serious. That's yeah. very in line with this. Yeah. And it, that's like maybe I need to watch this movie again and have with a different a mindset. Different a little mentality. Bit. Yeah. yeah. And, and maybe I'll enjoy it a bit more. But yeah, like I was, I was I enjoyed fucking it. done with this movie. Like. <laughs> Two thirds of the way through, I was like, "Jesus, how much longer is this gonna go?" <laughs> Damn, and it's it's a little longer than than the movies we've been watching as well. I yeah, mean, it was like, what is it? It's an hour and forty some minutes, hour forty four mm-hmm. minutes, which is a little longer. It 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 didn't seem too long of a runtime for me. Um, I I think it was paced. I mean, terribly. Well, I mean, yeah, like you fell asleep. <laughs> Like they're they're just in jail for so long. Really, a little bit. For me, I, they, it felt like a very long time. And then, like, they get out of jail and they're just like walking around. Yeah, and no I know. one cares. Yeah, and like <laughs> these police guys are helping. That yeah, it made well, no yeah, sense. I love that because he's like Kurt Russell. The first place he goes is the LAPD research lab. <laughs> After he escaped from prison. It's like, yeah. what? Yeah, it, it, it didn't make any sense. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, we don't have to keep bashing the plot. <laughs> but, well, there's there's a lot more. Well, there's some stuff I want to talk about just because it's fun. Oh, okay. Um, and it's, I mean, it's all, it's going to be part of it. We'll still bash. It's cool. Um, but, like, going to them in jail, you say it's a little long. It was, it was, I mean... Uh, it, them getting set up was a little long in my opinion and them going through the court yes. case like we didn't need to fucking see all that it could have just been right. like hey like you guys are guilty boom gavel bangs <clears throat> and like yeah. that then they're in prison and then they're in the showers together which goes back to the homosexual vibes which I'll quote Seinfeld you know not that there's, not anything, that there's wrong anything wrong with that yeah, not that there's <laughs> anything wrong with that which, which there's not but like it's just weird they're like in the showers, naked, just like chatting, talking about each other's dicks being small, dropping yeah. soap. It's like, what is happening A- here? Another scene that was just <laughs> too long, like because they're like they're like plotting while they're like naked in the showers. It's like <laughs> yeah. this doesn't this scene doesn't need to happen in, in the, the showers. shower. I think it was just them trying to be comedic, and like yeah. that was in the trailer that you know for this movie. That was the first scene in the trailer. 
which is yeah. hilarious. But it's again, <clears throat> that's them trying to be like, oh, oh, Sylvester Stallone and Kurt Russell naked in the shower. Like, let's you know, that's that's headlines. Let's let's sell tickets. Um, well, I mean, because um, Roadhouse does that too, where like Swayze's like naked doing Tai Chi for no reason, you know, or like yeah, whatever. The, like the guy who owns the bar just stares at him. <laughs> I still love that. It's still one of my favorite parts. <laughs> yeah, and then like they're walking through the prison, and like all these guys are talking about fucking them in the ass. Like yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put brown sugar in your ass. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I'm gonna tear you a new ass. I'm just like, whoa! Like, yeah, Jesus. it's just like ass thing after ass thing after yeah. ass thing. It's like, okay, like we get it. They're in prison. Yeah. Like yeah. we can move on. Yeah, drop the soap. Cool. <laughs> Spread them. Um, <laughs> then, then that guy Robert Zadar, whose name is Face in the movie, he looks like a fucking cartoon character. He's got like his. Cheek, yes. like he's got the yes. weirdest fucking face. He's and like, got like a cartoon Superman jawline. Yes, like what's the like Chris like Chrisman? Uh, was that uh, from Fairly Odd Parents? The Chrisman? I can't even say it. Uh, oh, um, the, the chin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The crimson. Uh, crimson. 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 Thank you. Yeah. This movie's making me dumber. <laughs> talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crimson chin. It looks like that fucking yes, dude. Yes. Um, and the guy and Stallone's like, oh, hey, look, it's Conan the Barbarian, which is yeah. a huge knock on Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Which I thought was funny and very applicable to our applicable to our. I can't talk again. This movie's making me dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking about it. Uh, very applicable to this uh, the genre and the the month that we're doing. Well, um, and the rivalry. That this yeah. month is that we're trying to highlight exactly. this month between Stallone and, we, and uh, at the end of this, we got to pick a winner. Oh yeah. I mean, based on these two movies, it's kind of hard, but we'll we'll we'll, get, we'll dive into that. Um, but then you've got the other villain who is uh, his name is like Requin, and he's like got a Cockney accent, like yeah. And that's Brian James from Blade Runner. He's one of the uh, um, replicants that says, "Wake up." Time to die. Oh, uh huh. And uh, apparently, it was originally a small role for him with two lines, and he Brian wanted to stand out for like the director and for Stallone, <clears throat> and so that he decided to speak in that terrible Cockney accent, and <laughs> Stallone was like, "Oh, hell yeah, I love that," and rewrote the script to give him a bigger role. Oh, and the same thing apparently happened with face played by Robert Zadar. Um, he was only a, a, um, like supposed to supposed to appear in one scene, but because of his appearance was so striking, they gave him such a large role, which, you know, like he's random as fuck in that movie. It's totally unnecessary. And same with uh, the other guy. Yeah. The Cockney accent guy is totally pointless. unnecessary. Um, the scene where uh, Russell uh, Kurt Russell. I almost I almost keep saying Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> Kurt Russell, completely different actors. Kurt Russell is like trying to escape prison, and he's got his buddy that Matt that's like trying to help him out, and he finds mm-hmm. him dead. And then like you see the face dude with all these like guards that they're like everyone's in on it or something. It's just weird. Yeah, that's never really explained. Yeah, like the yeah I, yeah it's I don't know. 
also like they fucking killed this guy. Like his his buddy Matt, like who was a cop, I think, right? Hundred percent. And the prison guards just murder him. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah, you're just supposed to be like, huh? I guess, and just oh my god, <laughs> go with it. Yeah, what are they gonna do next? How's he gonna yeah. get out? Yeah, right. How is he ever gonna get out of here? <laughs> yeah, and then, <laughs> then you, like some some of the scenes are pretty funny though, because like you get Clint Howard, who's Ron Howard's brother, as uh, Stallone's prison cellmate who's got the slinky, oh, which mm-hmm. is completely pointless. Yeah. And then you get this huge fucking black dude that's <clears throat> Kurt Russell's prison mate, which is hilarious because he's like talking shit and then he sees how big the dude is. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. okay, that's your toilet. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll shit in the corner over here. Like, that's fine. <laughs> and then you get that scene of him on the bottom bunk bed and the bed is like almost about to crush him and he like punches it and then the, the dude farts, which is funny. Yeah. But like again, it's just like it was bordering on goofy comedy in, in some of those scenes where it's just like like yeah. you said, the tone kind of shifts a little bit. It's just not it doesn't feel like it fits. Yeah. You know, especially if they're supposed to be in this like really dire situation. It's like, like okay, like fart jokes in the middle of like a life or death prison sentence. Yeah, <laughs> we need to get we need to get out of here, you know. But we're we got time for a couple fart jokes, you know. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> then you get this giant brawl, like you said, of like these seven hundred prisoners come out of yeah, nowhere. There's so many. They have this, so many. They have this elaborate electrocution setup, like these tubs of water <laughs> yeah. set up. And like then the cops finally realize what's happening in the prison. Like all seven hundred inmates are out of their fucking cells <laughs> that they didn't have eyes on. It's like, what? <laughs> and, and they're electrocuting the living shit. Out yeah, they'd of be dead. Russell they'd, and Stallone. They'd be dead. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. And then 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 they escape through the roof, which is kind of funny with the power line. Um, and yeah. And then, and then they're like searching for answers and there's, there's one, there was one cool one liner like line that I like that Stallone said, where he's like, you're looking terribly anemic. What you need some iron in your diet. And he like cocks the gun and puts it in the guy's face. I thought that was kind of cool. It was clever. Yeah. But again, it's like a jarring tonal shift that like, Pulls you into back into like a serious cop movie for yeah. like five seconds, and then yeah. you like, get shoved back into like the goofy like situation. It's like okay, like I don't really know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, and you get Kurt Russell in the club, which why, I don't even know why he went there in the first place. Stallone told him to go there. Okay, okay. Um, right before, right after they get out of right, okay, that's the right. Electrical yeah. uh, wire. <laughs> He's like. Uh, if you if you need help, go to this club and ask for um, Christina whatever or whatever. Is. Yeah, yeah, Catherine or something along those lines. Yeah, um, <clears throat> Kiki is her name, but he doesn't ask for Kiki. Kiki, and that's when you see like her doing the playing the drums and dancing. And there was like at first a motorcycle drives off the stage, and I was like, yeah. "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all I could think of was the. Uh, the Terminator 
like thing at Universal Studios where like they drive around in a motorcycle in like That's the funny. theater or whatever. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like, this it made is no sense. so weird. <laughs> made no, it, completely pointless to the movie and random. Um, yeah. And then you get Kurt Russell and Drag leaving the club, which I thought was funny. Um, it was funny, and, but again, weird. Doesn't fit with the movie, especially but... w- with the cop asking for a threesome with <laughs> Kiki and and uh, Cash. Like, makes no sense whatsoever. No, and it's fucking weird. <laughs> and again, it's just trying to be funny. It's like tr- the script's trying a little too hard. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, I, I like the twist that it's, you know, uh, that Terry Hatcher Kiki is is uh, Tango's sister, Stallone's sister. I like that. And, like, you think, you know, you think they're, he's, she's massaging him and, like, you think they're having sex and, like, he walks in. That was and, kind of funny. Yeah. That was, like, okay, again, could have been handled better. Yeah. Um, that actually, I take that back. That sequence is actually, I think, pretty well done. Wow. (laughs) It reminds me a lot of Lethal Weapon and the kind of comedy that's in Lethal Weapon. Yeah. I like I like that part. Like it's like it's like good, like kind of like um It's not quite highbrow because it's sex jokes, but it's like, you know, it's like there's a couple levels to that joke that all need to be correct in order for it to be funny. And it does it It was a good payoff. Yeah, it's a good payoff because, again, you think that's his girlfriend. Right. So I I like that part. And then, like, he pushes that screen on his boss and says some outrageous, like, oh, this is how you screen your guests. That's what, like, the the police captain says is so stupid. And the, the police, police captain doesn't need a one-liner. He's yeah. uh, he's a throwaway character. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and his toupee is horrible. <laughs> horrible. Yeah. And I, like his, the captain is like so weird in that movie. His like yeah. his facial expressions. He's always like wide-eyed and like I don't know what's going on. That's like kind I, of the vibe he's, he gives. He's unnecessary at the end of the day. <laughs> like again, he's like meeting with these two fugitives and he's like, I'm not going to be able to cover for you very long. It's like, you shouldn't be able to cover for them at all. <laughs> like, I don't know why you're here. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Pointless. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't assist them in any way. No, he's just sitting there. And then him and Kurt Russell have like a, <laughs> try and have like a funny exchange while, uh, Stallone is, talking to uh, Kiki about something that, again, is, like, lost to my memory. So. <laughs> I wrote it down because it was... I was like, what? He literally, he was like... Again, I, we kind of mentioned it earlier where he's talking about her career as a dancer and, like, she's got a poster of herself in her room, which is kind of conceited, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like... He's like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I'll help you out with anything. And, like, he offers to buy her a bond... And he's like, there's a seven and a quarter yield. Like, oh, yeah. What? <laughs> like one bond for what? Like 10 bucks? Like, what do you like? I don't understand. Yeah, it made no sense and was completely yeah, pointless and not relevant to anything. It it's was like stupid. one of those things where they were like, 
uh, we haven't talked about how he likes stocks in a while. Maybe we should just throw in something about that. Like, yeah, let's make him like no a quintessential reason. nerd with glasses. <clears throat> yeah. Stupid. Um, yeah, and then then kind of fast forwarding a little bit, you get that suburban that that tech guy that makes no sense. Um, and there's a line that uh, I don't remember exactly who it's who says it. I think Kurt Russell says it where he says, "Where'd you learn to drive?" And he answers. Oh, no, Stallone says, where'd you learn to drive? And Kurt Russell answers, Stevie Wonder, which is kind of a straight yeah. rip from Die Hard. Like, who the hell's driving the car, Stevie Wonder? Yeah, <laughs> right. So, again, I thought there was a lot of kind of subtle jokes or subtle, like, nods to a lot of 80s <clears throat> classic, classic movies. Um, but then you get this, like, crazy big budget ending that makes yeah. no sense. They're in this, like, construction site. That's like this evil lair and there's monster trucks and giant construction vehicles, huge explosions. I thought it was a Mad Max movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is happening? And but then they get in the building and it's like a mansion. Yeah. And like, there's tons of guns on the table and stuff. It's like, there's like a warehouse. Then there's a mansion. It's fucking weird. And yeah. I was like, when I was watching this, I was like, man, they just spent a lot of money on this movie. And I looked it up, and it was $55 million, which adjusted wow. for inflation is $135 million today, which is insane. That's, that's one of the more expensive movies that we've watched so far. 100%. 100%. Jeez. Like, that's surprising. Insane. Apparently, the movie was a hit, but like, it, it made $120 million on the $55 million budget. So it was somewhat of a hit. It wasn't a huge hit, but, but yeah. And then <clears throat> I love the ending where they're like, Aim for the kneecaps, kneecaps on three, and then they shoot him in the head. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny. Um, and then it's like a classic ending to an 80s movie of they high five at the end, and then a upbeat 80s song plays. Bad English, mm -hmm. best of what, you, what I got. And I was like, okay. <coughs> Again, it kind of ends abruptly, as all 80s movies do. It's like, oh, we killed the bad guy. They're cool, still bye. technically fugitives from justice. 100%. <laughs> Like, yeah, nothing's actually wrapped up no. besides they killed the Yeah, they the definitely guy. didn't clear their name, I feel like. No, 100%. They, they did nothing to clear their <laughs> names. They just murdered another guy. <laughs> like, just murdered more people. If anything, they're going back to jail for even longer. Yep. Jeez. <laughs> but yeah. there is a newspaper clipping that says hero cops clear their names. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Which is like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess. Like, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> well, it's Time a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I like the movie. It's stupid. It's funny. It's classic eighties. <clears throat> That's why I like it. Um, what, what do we think was the best movie out of the Jack January category that we watched? Oh, um, I love predator. Predator's so good. I, I just love it so much. Yeah. So good. Yeah. That's probably, yeah, I, I think, I think first blood was like the like best written movie. And I think it's more of a serious movie. I mean, we kind of talked about it in all of our, in the, in the, each podcast is like first blood's more serious commandos, like just killing dudes. Predator is awesome because it just blends a lot of genres together. And still yeah. kills a bunch of people. Um, and 
And this movie's just goofy. So yeah, mm. I'd probably agree with you. Predator's probably the better, the best out of out of those. Yeah. See, like, so I think actually comparing Tango and Cash to Commando is actually pretty good. And okay. Commando is is a goofy movie because it is just so excessively violent and <clears throat> they they do the one liners and that kind of stuff very well. 100%. <clears throat> um but I think Commando's successful because it started out trying to be that movie. Fair enough. And I think it, it has a direction, and they're like, this movie is going to end with a one-liner and a really over-the-top knife fight in a yeah. basement. And, like, yeah. you know, it's going to be this, like, like 100,000 people die. <laughs> and like, you know, it's going to... But, like, I yeah, I feel like Tingo and Cash just is, like, this meandering mess. <laughs> like, it, it probably could be good if it had gotten it their shit together and like really drove it in a direction. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, that's one where like, I, I would like to see them remake Tango and cash with Stallone and Kurt Russell today. Mm -hmm. Agreed. They were thinking about doing a sequel even uh, like recently, but it's the talks have died down from what I read. Yeah. (laughs) Cause like, And, like, I don't care if they make it a goofy movie, but yeah. make it a goofy movie. Choose. Or yeah. make it dead fucking serious. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> you think, know? I think it's such a, a very overused plot for, like, action movies. Like, oh, this yes. drug pink kingpin bullshit. But deep down, <clears throat> excuse me, deep down, they could have made a really good movie with a similar plot. Yes. Like a yeah. really gritty action movie where they're stuck in prison and they have to escape. Like, that'd be pretty <clears throat> cool. Well, and like, probably the biggest thing for me is that they get sent to prison wrongfully. Rather than the goal, their goal to be clearing their names and going back to being cops their goal is kill the bad guy, (laughs) you know? And like, like we just said, like they don't resolve the root root reason why they're in jail is that they were wrongfully sent there and set up. Like killing that guy doesn't solve the problem, you know? So like, yeah, if the plot was adjusted, like I would even accept if the plot was fuck, uh, our careers, we're going to go kill this guy. Cause we're so pissed. Like yeah. I would buy that. I'd be like, okay, yeah. like I'm, I'm, I'm down with that as like the, the driving plot mechanism for the second half of the movie. But no, it's like, Oh man, I, I really want to be a cop again. I best <laughs> guess we better go blow this motherfucker away. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Well, it's kind of, it doesn't, doesn't uh, like yeah. the, the it's... logic just isn't there. Agreed. It's 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 that eighties mentality of shoot shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. But like I think that's where Commando is successful is because from the very beginning you know exactly what the goal of 
all the characters are in the movie. It's yeah. very simple. Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to kill people until he gets his daughter, <laughs> his daughter back. back. Yeah, it's simple. <clears throat> it's very simple. It's but it's fun and it's action packed and like I feel like there's just too many confounding things in Tango and Cash yeah. for it to be like really enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because you've never seen Commando and you've never seen Tango and Cash, which is yeah. cool. I like when we do movies that you haven't seen or I haven't seen or we both haven't seen. But yeah, they're, they're, I, I really liked doing that this month. I mean, obviously I want to do more um, of, of the, both of their movies. I, I still am a big Schwarzenegger fan. Again, I, I didn't give Stallone the time of day back when I was a kid. <clears throat> now I like him a lot. I like yeah. a lot of his movies now. Like Demolition Man is amazing. Um, if you haven't seen that, you need to watch it ASAP. I had it on Laserdisc, but I've never seen it. Oh, you got to watch it. It's so <laughs> awesome. It's so awesome. It's, it's uh, with Wesley Snipes, right? Yeah. 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 It's really cool. And uh, Sandra Bullock and Rob Schneider are in it, too. It's a good movie. No, really. uh, yeah, it's really, it's funny. It's good. Uh, like, I'm going to probably watch that soon because it's, <laughs> I want to watch it. Um, is that a 90s movie? Yeah, yeah it it's is, 90s. Right? I think yeah. it's like 94. Um, yeah, so I'm still Schwartz, Team Schwarzenegger, and I, you know, I, I think he was the better action star from an action standpoint. Yes, I would agree. Um, <clears throat> I I think Stallone can be the better actor. Yes, and can make better films. Yes. But Arnold is the bigger icon in 80s action for sure. Agreed. And it's I think Stallone is a more <clears throat> multi-talented star and what I mean by that yeah. is he's directed, he's written, and he's starred. He's done all that. Schwarzenegger is just an actor and that's it. Yeah. So Stallone has more more kudos in that regard and more fame in that regard versus Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I think Stallone is also a bit more versatile as an actor. Yeah. hundred um, percent. You know, like Rocky, Rocky movies, I think really, really showcase good. his range as an yeah. actor. Um, yeah. even like first blood really shows, um, his like emotional range yeah. quite well. I mean, what's um, crazy is even Creed that came out in like, I think yeah. what in, in, in the, Oh, like God. 2015 or something. Yeah. Um, he was nominated for an Oscar for that. Yeah. Which is awesome. So, mm -hmm. and like, you know, Schwarzenegger's never gotten an Oscar. I'll be curious if he ever gets an honorary Oscar. That'd be interesting. Yeah. That'd be I pretty cool. I bet he would. Because yeah, I could see it's that. hard to snub someone with such a. Yeah. Extensive Classic, career. Iconic. And, yeah. Yeah. Filmography. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm excited to do more movies. What's funny is you and I both before we got on this on the podcast today, we thought this this episode was going to be short, and we've been making some long episodes lately. And <laughs> yeah. this one this one is also long, which I'm surprised. We, I mean, I yeah, I, <laughs> I thought it was going to be quite short because I thought it was going to shit on the movie, and then there wouldn't be much else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, there wasn't a lot of like background on it from what I read. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's it's it's a it's funny all the shit about the movie in general, just like the whole plot of the movie. So um, yeah. it's worth a watch, whether you want to make fun of it or 
you want to just sit back and enjoy a popcorn flick. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's if you fun. don't want to have to think like this is a fine movie. Like yeah. there's there's action sequences that are pretty good. Um like I said the beginning of the movie is awesome. Yeah. Um and like if you don't care about the plot, then like this is a a great movie to just like sit and have on like while yeah. you're like show your friends, just, laugh with your friends. Yeah. You know, have or some yeah, popcorn, shit, have shit watch it. Yeah. You know? Like it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I was texting you and being like, man, a fifth grader wrote this fucking movie. Yeah. This thing's terrible, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so I'm glad we watched it. Uh, I, again, I was a little hesitant before going into it, but I'm glad we watched it because it was fun to talk about. Um, but I'm, well, it, I'm, it also showed us a little bit. Um, it's not It's not quite the Macho Man action movie that a lot of the others we watched are. It's more of like a straight buddy cop action movie, which is a little bit different. Yeah. Um, and it shows Stallone trying to be funny, which I thought yeah. that was a good contrast. Cause if, again, if we watch first blood part two, it's still the same character. <clears throat> it's a different movie <clears throat> and it's way more action packed, but it's still very similar. That's why I didn't want to do part right. two, which we will do part two in the future. I'm sure because yeah. it's a pretty wild movie. Um, and you've yeah. never seen it. So I'd like to right. go over that one. Um, but we are changing gears next month abruptly yeah i know we've talked about it briefly we've teased it at the end of our our episodes um what are we doing jake uh for uh february we're doing rom-coms yeah and uh rom-coms and romance movie romance dramas i guess um, yeah for like valentine's day february all that kind of stuff yeah, um, love is in the air after killing a bunch of dudes yeah. <laughs> and like people. We need to lighten Take it up. Take a little and... break. Yeah, <laughs> lighten it up a little bit. Yeah, um, this will be interesting for me because I haven't seen a goddamn single one of these movies. Oh, that you, we're gonna oh, watch. I didn't even ask you. That. <laughs> There's, so. I've seen half of them. I've seen two out of the four. So I'm I'm looking forward to it because yeah, that'll be it'll be fun to dissect them and and I I enjoy the two that I've seen. A lot, mm-hmm. and I've seen them multiple times. So, um, I'm excited to go down that genre, and because we haven't really—I don't even think we've done a rom-com yet. Not, not in right this kind of. No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just seeing comedy, drama, action, horror. And we did horror for yeah. October. It's like all of the genres we've done so yeah. far. So yeah. Um, it'll be a good change of pace. Yeah. So, <coughs> all right. Well, I'm excited for it and we hope you guys enjoyed Jack January and hope you guys maybe got inspired to hit the gym or not. We or don't, not. we don't, we don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> no judgment good, here. Yeah. Good me. for you. If you did <laughs> good for you, if you didn't, um, <laughs> And uh yeah, we'll we'll catch you next next week with some romance movies, some comedies. Yeah, buckle up. <laughs> Get the chocolates ready. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you next week. Thanks guys. Take care. <laughs>